Welcome to episode 11 of the Japan Gamescast. On this week's show, Square Enix announces a slew of new titles, Godzilla goes mobile, and we discuss our E3 Nintendo Direct predictions. All this and more coming up. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's episode 11. It's very exciting times. And uh, yeah, how are you doing today, Ryan? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, as always. Um, so just a little plug before we get the show started. Make sure that you've listened to the show, guys. Uh, you follow me on Twitter at Kantan underscore Japan. And uh, yeah, also, if uh, whichever platform you listen to the show on, uh, it would really help us out if you left us a rating or if you even have some extra time, leave us a review to let us know uh, how you're enjoying the show and uh, any feedback so we can make some changes. But um, yeah, that's enough uh, information for everybody. Uh, what have you been playing this week, Ron? Uh, I've been uh, playing Famicom Detective Club, um, The Missing Air. Mm. Oh, and, is, this, uh, is this the other one that you... you no, it's, it was the uh, you were playing last time. same one. Uh, I finished it, though. So uh, oh, okay. I just got to, got to the end of it. Um, I was pretty happy with it. Mm. Um, how, how long did that take you, roughly? I'm not exactly sure, but it not so long. Mm. I think less than less than 10 hours, probably. Uh, oh, okay. That's interesting. I, I'm not sure. Maybe it was more. I, I was getting kind of into it, so I, I sort of <laughs> lost track. Uh, okay. Um, I, I was playing in uh, Japanese, so I stopped a lot to, you know, check my dictionary. Mm. Um, but it, it's about as long as it would take to read, like, a, a short mystery novel. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, it kind of had that feel of, like, being, like, a, a Stephen King book or, or something. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I you, guess you know, it's um, like you know, it's a remake of an old NES game, and back in the day, games tended not to be that long, right? So, unless they add yeah, a lot of yeah. new content, maybe it's uh, that also might be the reason. It was uh, it was plenty long enough for me, though. You know, um, I feel like I it was enough time to develop the characters and mm. you know, like tell the story in a, in a pleasing way. But yeah, I'm really happy about it. Um, that's. One of the first games I finished playing all the way through in uh, Japanese, mm. um, so I, I was feeling kind of good about being able to make it through that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's nice, cool. So, how was the like the ending of the story? Like, not don't, obviously don't tell me what happens, but were you satisfied with the conclusion? Was it a good was it a good story overall? Yeah, definitely. Um, like, it starts out pretty strong, and then in the middle, it's it's a little bit weak. I almost stopped playing. But I'm really glad I stuck around for the end because the middle portion of the game is like really setting up all these things for a big uh, conclusion. Mm. So like they're kind of introducing all these characters and, and items and things. Mm. Um, and at first I was thinking like, oh, what is all this stuff? But then in the end, it, it all kind of comes together in a really satisfying way. But uh, how about you? Have you been playing this week? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've been playing... Uh more Fantasian, which is really good actually i'm getting more into it now um because at first i was just like playing it to check it out just for the sake of playing it but then, but then like once i got into like the story a little bit and i realized the combat's a little bit more interesting than just like your regular like turn-based combat um yeah, yeah that was pretty cool uh and i'm still kind of developing like you know i haven't really learned all of the elements of the combat yet so it's still kind of teaching me new stuff um but the story is pretty cool yeah so i'm quite enjoying that and uh yeah i downloaded and played uh Nino Kuni Crossworlds which oh, yeah, uh, yeah. which is pretty cool yeah so playing it on the the iPad um which is probably the 
best way to play that game, I believe. I think I believe it's like the most powerful device that will run that game. So it's like the best way to like crank all the settings up to max. But it looks it looks lovely. It's really smooth. It's really nice. Um, it's very similar to the main games if you've played them already. Um, and once you've got through like the overall like introduction tutorial part, um, then it drops you off in uh, this town called Evermore, which I believe is the main city from uh, Nino Kuni 2. And uh, yeah, so basically you just kind of start your MMO quest from there and you get given a few like main quests, but then it says like, oh, you can go off and do some side quests and stuff. That's great, man. I, I just I just uh, downloaded it on my phone. So uh, maybe I, I'll hop in there uh, over the next few days and check it out. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, you can play online as well. So maybe we should try playing it. Um do a little quest together or something, do some raids. Yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be fun, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but cool. Anyhow, yeah, well, cool. Sounds like we've been having a good week of gaming, and um, it's only going to get better with the E3 stuff coming up. Uh, yeah, so for our news this week, uh, we don't have uh, any kind of major news because we're kind of in the middle of E3. So there's stuff, like, happening all over the place, but I guess we're going to, like, save all that for uh, next week. You know, we'll cover the big topics. But um, we've got a few little stories and because um, it, it still hasn't happened yet, I maybe want to talk about like predictions for Nintendo Direct because I think that's probably what me and you are both most excited for, right, Ron? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. So um, uh, this episode will hopefully, uh, with all good intention, be live before that happens. Um, so if you are listening to this, then make sure you come over to the channel and join me. I'm going to live stream the uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, it's going to be 1 a.m. here uh, on the 16th of June in Japan, but I think it's like the 15th in most other countries um, and the time depends. But um, yeah, so our first story of the week uh, is a new uh, bit of merch being released by Square Enix, which looks excellent um, and is very necessary, especially with this summer heat impending. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's a new uh, ice cube tray. <laughs> Ooh, nice. But, but, but it's in the shape of the Cloudbuster from Final Fantasy VII. So oh, that's so cool. You get this like little tray, and I guess it comes with like yeah, like five, sorry, uh, three slots. Um, but it even has all the etching on the side of the sword, so it looks quite like good detail. And then yeah, so you, when you get them out, it looks like this. But that looks kind oh, of crazy. Wow. It almost looks like that, glass, right? <laughs> yeah, that looks a little better than I I thought it would. Yeah, I've got yeah, a suspicion that's... that that is that is the mold that they used to make the 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 act the other mold you know so that's like the plastic uh, one they made because that looks too perfect i've never seen ice that looks that good <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe like the bottom of the ice like, yeah yeah is in that molded shape <laughs> i don't know we'll, we'll have to buy one yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tempted right um but yeah like so you get the ice cube out and it looks even cooler when you put it in the drink right so check this out so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of standing out in the drink right it's pretty big. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I thought it would be like, you know, a tiny one, but. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I was thinking like, cause you know, it's got a like little handle, like a sword, right? So you could maybe like pour some like juice in there or maybe, you know, and then turn it into like a little, little popsicle, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But the handle might melt. So you have to, you have to kind of uh, eat it quickly. Uh, but yeah, we got it there in some water. And then if you're feeling a bit more mature, you maybe have a little whiskey here. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I like ice in my whiskey. That's it. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of ice is always good. Um, so yeah, that's like the set, right? I think actually maybe that's not whiskey. Maybe that's like tea or something. But you know. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Imagine if you went to a bar and they served you that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's a good idea for like any kind of themed bar, like to have the ice be uh, like molded in, into these shapes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I just thought the, the sword particularly was quite funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like an official like Square Enix like release. Um, and oh, costs... okay. It, it looks like something that a fan, a fan would make. It does um, actually. Yeah, it's surprisingly good, right? For for a for a main yeah for a main piece of merch. <laughs> yeah, this is very interesting though. Uh, I've never I've never seen like ice related game merch. Yeah, yeah. But, that's, uh, that's always the first time for everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. It would be fun to like try and make your own like mold shape. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like like to make different game stuff. I'm sure there is. Um, I, I've seen uh, if you go to the Nintendo store in um in Shibuya, um, they have like a mm -hmm. whole section. It's called like Mario at, at Home, maybe, or Nintendo at Home or something like that. And uh, they, they sell like plates and they sell, sell like ice cube, like molds and stuff, like little Mario hats or like uh, question mark blocks. Um, but they sell like loads of like bunting, you know, for like kids' parties. You can like then like streamers and like tat. They sell loads of stuff. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost not a story, but I just loved how cool it was and I kind of want to buy it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that, that's good to share with everyone though. Like, I love this kind of uh, unique, uh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, I guess on top of that, right? We also had a um, uh, Square Enix uh, event yesterday, right? Yeah, I think so. Was it was it last night? I, yeah, um, the, the, I'm not sure of the exact time, but I know it happened within the last 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I um, yeah, I watched uh, some of it. I I didn't watch all of it. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I, I was reading about all the different announcements and um, Square Enix is uh, announcing a lot of mobile stuff. Mm -hmm. It's been really heavy on the on the mobile games. Yeah, so actually uh, I did see this trailer on Twitter earlier. So let's take a look at this. This is a Stranger of Paradise, uh, Final Fantasy Origin. Um, but I'm not sure. I didn't catch. Oh, it's PS5. Yeah, so I wasn't sure what platform it's going to launch on. Um, but yeah, let's take let's take a look at this. Yeah. I imagine if it's PS5, it's going to look incredible. <laughs> Especially if it's using the same uh, engine as a uh, FF7 remake. Mm. Oh, Team Ninja. Wow. Okay. Interesting. What, what were the other games that a uh, Team Ninja made? Oh, Ninja Gaiden. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they made, they made Metroid Other M. They made loads of games, but Team Nin uh, Ninja Gaiden is what they're mainly famous for. Interesting. So this is going to be like a hack and slash kind of game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is this a this is a totally new announcement then? I believe so. Yeah. I'd not heard okay, of it before. Really? I don't know if you like if people who are really into Final Fantasy, they might have heard like rumors of it before, but. I don't follow the series that closely, but yeah, it's the first time I've heard it. Because a few episodes ago, we kind of had a Final Fantasy special where we talked mm. about like all the different Final Fantasies. That wasn't and, mentioned. Uh, this that they had um, soldier first soldier was it? Um, there was yeah, Integrate and Ever Crisis. And this one wasn't. Part I don't know. Of that I, don't, I don't think it was because those three games are all like connected to FF Seven. But yeah. this is completely separate. Oh, okay. So, so this has a very like Devil May Cry vibe to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, looks a little bit different than your, your yeah. typical Final Fantasy. 
graphics you know, are a bit, aren't as good as I was hoping those were. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> looks a bit. Uh, it looks like an Xbox 360 kind of. Yeah, it's not <laughs> great, is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, it might be PS4 well, as well, but uh, yeah. Yeah, the well, I guess the characters look a lot better, mm. like the, the faces and stuff. Mm. Um, but uh, these, um, we're seeing a lot of these big Japanese series like crossing genres, mm. like Yakuza, Yakuza became JRPG, and um, you know, like mm. uh, Dragon Quest, um, it is becoming darker, you know, and now we've seen Final Fantasy like. They're doing, um, they're doing this is, is like a hack and slash, and they also had the Final Fantasy. Um, it was like a battle royale. Mm. Do you remember what was that one called? You, you just said it earlier. Um, a Final was, Fantasy. Yeah, it was Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah, it was seven. A first Soldier. First Soldier. Yeah. So like, it's interesting. All these big companies are just, um, mm. like it's, it's mostly Square, isn't it? Mm. Like Square Square Enix is doing a lot of. Um, shifting their their titles around you know yeah. trying trying new uh gameplay for them yeah and it, it's, it's a cool way to keep stuff fresh you know yeah definitely and it's it's cool to see like collaborations with other studios as well right because this is team ninja and also uh koi tecmo who make the um the dynasty warrior games and they also made like you know hyrule warriors and fire Emblem oh, yeah. Warriors and stuff um so that's cool you know um and square enix obviously is a developer, but they're also a huge publisher, right? So they have mm -hmm. a bit more flexibility to like employ other studios to kind of help them out with these, you know, kind of like smaller side games. Um, but yeah, it says uh, on the screen here, it's going to be PS4 and 5 and Xbox One and, and Series X PC um, yeah, coming in 2022. So that looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Very interesting one. And uh, yeah, this is also this, uh, I guess it's not really Japan related, so we don't need to go into it too much, but... I was kind of excited to see a Guardians of the Galaxy a game get announced. Um, oh, yeah. Because that's probably one of my favorite Marvel movies um, as a whole. Um, but I just hope it doesn't follow suit of like the Avengers game because I heard that was pretty underwhelming. <laughs> but that, yeah, was, that was I... also made by Square. Yeah, so let's check out the trailer for this. Babylon's Fall. Yeah, I don't know anything about this game, actually, so this is kind of exciting. Oh, Platinum. Yeah, that's always a good All sign. Right. It's always a good sign to see. I don't think I've ever played a bad Platinum game. Yeah, I, I was just playing uh, Astral Chain um, mm. the other day. I, I just played it for like an hour or two. Mm. And um, I was just thinking like, man, this is, this is a lot better than I mm. than I remembered. <laughs> yeah. Like Platinum it has really, that. They're really cool, yeah. I feel like each game kind of is a development on what they've already done. Like you can mm. you can see them like reusing certain ideas and like developing on um, the ideas they've already implemented in previous oh, yeah, games. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. So it's just really cool how all the games kind of tied together, um, like in in a sense of like the gameplay mechanics and stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, they, they all follow the same kind of suit, right? They're always like kind of like third person very fluid like combat games right but yeah, then they all yeah. kind of adopt like the new mechanics that they developed from previous games um but this is oh okay so this looks like some almost like monster hunter style interesting this looks cool yeah it, 
it's kind of hard to tell just from watching the trailer yeah yeah exactly like what the gameplay is going to be like but, but it, we're seeing this like kind of medieval style with like almost a monster hunter-esque yeah well, it's, it seems like it's full four player team based combat uh you've got like a spellcaster. there's like a warrior there's a guy with a hammer so like it's got the kind of like comically large like monster hunter weapons that kind of vibe um but then it's almost got like a final fantasy like european aesthetic almost a little bit dark souls as well i want to say it's a bit of a yeah, mix of everything yeah looks cool not though quite yeah. as realistic as yeah. that but still, oh, did, you, uh, did you see that that little like grappling hook they definitely stole that from monster hunter check this out little hook oh shot. yeah right so yeah yeah interesting this, this looks like heavy monster hunter influence mm. but uh that's cool did you uh, have a chance to play any of the monster hunters uh yeah i mean i think we talked about this a little bit before but um yeah played monster hunter uh try was it called on the wii u um i got into that quite a bit when i had it because it was like one of the only decent games out at the time on the wii u and all my friends had it so we played it online quite a lot um yeah but i'd like to yeah. to try uh monster hunter rise because it's been such a huge hit in uh, japan mm. but uh but i don't know i'm not quite quite sold on it because uh just don't think i have enough time it's yeah it's a huge yeah. investment of time isn't it it's kind of especially as, as but, an adult, uh, it's hard to like kind of dedicate that much time to to that yeah 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 but uh, i like to just like check it out and you know look at the, the trailers and things but, sure sure um but anyway uh babylon's fall is looking really good that so. looks cool yeah and then there's, there's another um another thing here which again i saw some um like teasers of on um on Twitter, but I didn't really get to check out the trailer. So we got Pixel Master, uh, Final Fantasy Pixel Master. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm kind of curious to see. This is a very short, thirty second trailer. Um, so let's see what let's see what happens. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just like a collection games that inspired a generation. The origins of the Final Fantasy series return in the Ultimate 2D Pixel Remaster. Six tales of epic adventure. Six masterpieces to bridge the ages. That's pretty bold. Yeah. So Final Fantasy uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That's cool. And I'm wondering what the uh, these remastered graphics are looking like. Like, I I saw this uh, trailer on the stream, but, like, my internet was <laughs> making it look more pixely <laughs> than uh, <okay>. uh, <laughs> intended. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it looks like, um, um, so on the end screen here, we can see that it's saying uh, basically Final Fantasy 1 to 6 uh, coming soon on Steam, Apple Store, and Google Play. Um, so it's going to be mobile games and on PC. But yeah, so I'm kind of curious about this Pixel Master because, yeah, like these games are already on Android and stuff, right? <laughs> and I don't, and they've been re released on like the DS before and other and consoles. I, I think some of the Androids are already Pixel Remastered. I believe uh, so, right? They're not oh, like 3D or anything. So there's like a few of them that are like emulated, I think, and a few that are like, like they just use like more detailed sprites. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that kind of shitty looking like, like <laughs> clip art ass, you know, <laughs> art style. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind um, of hard to 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 know what's going on because the trailer is just like a teaser. They just flash up a bunch of pictures of the game, the, the old games or the original versions. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it looks like Square announced a bunch more stuff, some uh, near stuff, another Final Fantasy game. Um, uh, Life is Strange as well. But uh, yeah, we don't want to 
spend the whole episode talking about uh, Square Enix. So if you want to catch all that news, then I'm sure you'll be able to find it uh, somewhere online. Uh, so let's jump into uh, our next story. What, what do we have here, Ryan? Yeah, so for our next story, uh, it's some near-related news, which mm. I've been, uh, been into, as some of you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Mediatonic, the developers of uh, Fall Guys, have announced um, at the digital event uh, Summer Games Fest, mm. uh, they, they announced that in Fall Guys, some near automata uh, collaboration costumes are coming mm. to the game on uh, June 18th. So from June 18th, you'll be able to play as 2B, the uh the sexy main character from uh <laughs> from from near automata and uh as you can see here in our screenshots uh she's not looking so sexy in a <laughs> in she's fall guys rotund here yeah but uh i love i love this collaboration <laughs> it's just um it's just hilarious it's uh, very goofy yeah so uh we've got the trailer here right so um yeah let's let's check this out <laughs> yeah, she's she's looking uh, <laughs> quite yeah. interesting. I, that's the one thing In I like about like skins, right? Because this game quite popular recently is like skins of like unrelated characters appearing in different games. You know, like Fortnite is doing it a lot, and uh, you know, like Street Fighter will have like random characters and stuff. Um, but they adopt like all the animations of like the main game uh, that they're mm. appearing in. So obviously, Two B is like yeah, like I say, she's like a really skinny like anime girl. And like spins around and like does all these like agile stuff and then here she's like a full guy it's like blob man just like just waddling <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's great and I, I like how they like kept a lot of her design elements like she's got the the, uh, the mask mm. over her eyes mm. and like you can see like her chest through the holes in her shirt but mm. there's there's no like breast it's just just flat like uh <laughs> Fall Guys, like, body, <laughs> you know? Well, actually, it's funny you say that because, you know, Fall Guys, they wear, like, that kind of round suit with, like, the round hole for their face, right? It's almost like a morph suit. So it yeah. looks like, she, like, if you look at this picture really carefully, she's wearing, like, a pink-coloured morph suit, and then the skin is a different colour underneath. Oh, so, like, okay. so it's like a skin-coloured Fall Guys character wearing this dress, which I think is kind of even more funny. But I love, oh, the, okay. I love the amount of detail or like thought that went into that. Yeah, I, I love yeah. it. I, I was actually just playing uh, Nier Automata last night. I was showing my friend. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see like 2B has become kind of a sensation in the gaming community as this, oh, yeah, like, yeah. this cool character um yeah yeah happy to see that uh not really big news but just kind of a, a funny thing we wanted to show you guys um yeah i guess that's about all there is to say coming uh june yeah, 18th. Yeah, yeah not too much and yeah i mean actually kind of uh ironically was related to square enix as well <laughs> yeah yeah she is a square character so uh yeah nice one to round that story off um yeah so we've got another new game here actually which i think i kind of missed uh initially uh, it came out on the third of june uh, it's a mobile game called uh, Run Godzilla, uh, which looks pretty funny. Uh, so we've got an article here from Sora News 24, um, which kind of brought it to my attention in the first place. But it's kind of like, from what I understand, it's like you raise the Godzilla, like your own Godzilla. Yeah. And then, and then you run him in like kind of 
horse race style Godzilla races. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's, uh... It just sounds fucking mental. <laughs> let's let's check out this uh, trailer because I've got to see what this. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, like. here's some gameplay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Captured on mo mobile, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just going through. The, let's actually let's skip through the tutorial. Let's try and get some gameplay. So, what I, from what I understand it is that um, you have like uh, Godzilla has these like followers, these like people who are like bowing to him, mm. and it's, I guess it's like kind of like. like that kind of like god thing where like the more people that believe in a god the more power it has right so the people, oh, okay. the people like pray to godzilla to give him power and grow mm. him and then uh oh this is the race actually let's just go back in a very brief second there uh you could see uh it's kind of hard to get the, the frame that i want here right so you see like the apples in the background apple trees and yeah then there's like a chimney in the background so like pollution so apparently you like grow the trees and like grow apples to feed to Godzilla for some reason. Apparently he, he eats apples. Um, but the pollution from the factory in the background can pollute the apples and like diminish your like crop harvest. So you have to like balance like these like resources, of like people praying, but then also people tending to the trees. And then like, I don't, this looks like a, like a teepee, like a Native American teepee in the middle. So I, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. It's just an <laughs> absolutely mental game. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just let's odd. See, what does this race look like? Yeah, so let's get back to the race here. So the monster's 1,000 meter race. So is he racing through a city? Uh, no, it's like a track. It's like a course, like a horse racing track. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, it's got like the, the original theme. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> is he animated or these are just like... <laughs> oh, is that a Gamora? I think the one with the three heads. And Rodan. Yeah, yeah. The flying pterodactyl thing. This looks shit. Oh my god, this looks so bad. What is, what is going on with the frame rate here? This is like... Uh, this might just be like a janky ass phone, yeah. Yeah. I think regardless of the frame rate or whatever's going on with the phone, this just looks awful. Um, yeah, this, this is a... <laughs> this yeah, is, seems, seems like a, a, a trash game here. But <laughs> so like, from what I understand, it's like you just kind of raise this Godzilla and then like you just raise him. Um, and then like, that's kind of like, that's it. Like You can't control him. Um, but what I thought was funny, actually, there's um in this article, there's some tweets from like you know japanese twitter um kind of what people have been saying about the game so you know one guy says uh i kind of love it i'll probably i'll probably be playing it for a while um and then someone else says uh the concept of let's raise godzilla and make it race is so surreal it made me laugh uh, i played godzilla run for a little bit but i couldn't help getting impatient because i wanted to destroy more stuff <laughs> i like that comment <laughs> yeah run godzilla i thought it was going to be a crappy game but actually a stupid game that's fun in its own way <laughs> So, yeah, like, it looks like there's some pretty um, kind of funny comments. People are enjoying it. Um, yeah, but, kind but, of a kind of a joke joke of a game, I guess. Right? It seems like that. I mean, just having like the TP and Godzilla in the same kind of like zone just seemed like well, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, um, but uh, so, yeah, yeah, that is that's an interesting one. Though. Yeah, ab absolute nonsense, and uh, just something I wanted to recap on and uh, yeah, come back to. <laughs> Run Godzilla, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, like I said, uh, we're going to kind of finish up with our news fairly quickly today uh, and then get on to some uh, 
our predictions for the Nintendo Direct, which is going to be happening uh, soon. Uh, from from time of recording, it's in, it's in about 36 hours time. So Yeah, and, and I think uh, we'll be live streaming it as well. Yeah, uh, so uh, if you listen to this episode and you're yeah you subscribe to the channel and make sure yeah come come along and join us for the live stream so uh, i guess what kicked this off really i mean everyone knew it was coming they announced the live stream a couple of weeks ago um but they surprise dropped a new game last night um yesterday i guess it was nighttime in japan but daytime in america um but yeah mario and rabid sparks of hope uh is yeah a sequel to the 2017 uh mario and rabid's uh, game, which really took me by surprise. I don't know how about you, Brian, but uh, <laughs> I was not expecting something like this to drop before, like the day before the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, it was kind of cool to see some Nintendo news uh, popping mm. up outside of uh, Nintendo. Um, yeah. And this is Ubisoft, right? Yeah, Ubisoft uh, published, I believe, um, and they develop it as well. So it's basically just like they license the Mario characters, but uh, that's probably why it wasn't in the Nintendo Direct. You know, Ubisoft want to make their own announcements. Um, so, considering they handle most of the work for the game, I believe, anyway, um, that it makes sense it, that they would do that. But the CGI parts look really good. This right, you know. this looks incredible. Like the animation on the characters is so nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And I think you you said you really enjoyed the original one, right? Yeah. So I. I bought it on their release. I mean, originally, like, I never liked Rabbids as characters. I think they're just kind of gross. Um, but, <laughs> you know, when the Switch came out, this this got announced and everyone was like, what the fuck is this game? But mm. there was no, like, big games coming out, right? So I thought, you know, after watching more of the trailers and it had this kind of, like, XCOM, you know, almost, like, kind of tactics kind of based combat. And so it kind of looked interesting. Mario with a gun, you know, that was kind of fun. So, yeah, I bought it and, uh, yeah, I got really hooked on it and I completed it quite quickly, actually. It was really fun. The combat's yeah. a lot deeper than I expected. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally down for this. Uh, it was a really good game. Um, but this one looks a bit more like grander in scale. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they've even put the production value higher, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the concept of the first I kind of forgot what the story was, but, like, something happens where, like, the Mario characters get, like, set into, like, a time machine portal. And then yeah. you get this kind of weird, like... Um, like the fly, you know, have you seen that movie, The Fly, where the guy kind of goes and teleport with a fly and he turns to like half a fly. It kind of like that kind of happens and like the rabbits kind of get like characteristics from all the Mario characters. Yeah, um, they so get like merged into each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so even that's kind of like grotesque for a Mario game, right? Um, but yeah, like uh, I think Rabbit Peach is probably everyone's favorite because she's like, she looks gross, but like she's like, She's a bit of like a bimbo. She's always got like a phone, like taking selfies and stuff. So it's really comical. Um, yeah. But the big the big takeaway from this trailer was there's now a, a rabid Rosalina. So everyone's kind of excited for that. Um, oh, okay. I actually didn't notice. Uh, didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's uh, there. Yeah, in the middle. Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Um. But yeah, the, the Loomers as well, like the stars from Mary Galaxy, right? They seem to be like an ice one and a fire one there as well. So that kind of looked interesting. It might be, I'd imagine they're going to add some new gameplay mechanics, you know, to the to the series. Um, That's so, cool. I, I like to see when Nintendo like lets other companies like um, use its franchises. Um, 
like to make stuff outside of what could be made at, at Nintendo. Like mm. like Hyrule Warriors is, is like that as well, right? Or uh, what's the new one called? Uh, uh, Flamity, the, the Breath of the Wild one. Oh, Age of Calamity. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that, that's uh, the yeah, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think it depends, like, kind of who has the idea. I, th- I heard from uh, like the interview with uh, Eiji Aonuma, who's like the you know the the current like director of the the Zelda series. Um, that it was he's actually he had the idea for the kind of Muso style. Um, oh, game. okay. Um, oh wow. Well, well, I actually so I, I I'm not sure about the original. Um, Hyrule Warriors, but what he said is that, like when he was thinking about the story of Breath of the Wild and telling the the story of the past of the world, you know, when there was this great war, he thought like wouldn't like a Musou style game fit that perfectly? So mm. I'm not sure if like Bandai Namco originally approached Nintendo for Hyrule Warriors, but maybe after that was a pretty good success. Um, maybe yeah, Anuma San was like, well, oh, actually, let's do it again and you know make it like with this like, big battles and stuff. So yeah, well, that really worked out, right? Uh, did you ever play um Necroman- Necro Dancer, Necromancer? It's like yeah, yeah, Crypt, I, Crypt of the Necromancer or something like that. I tried the demo a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I didn't get very far in it. Mm. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, I picked I picked that one. So that's got like the um, you know Hyrule, Hyrule kind of edition, right? Uh, it's mm. kind of weird, but it's set in Hyrule and it's got like almost like a Link's Awakening, like original Link's Awakening kind of vibe to it, that top-down um, 2D stuff. But from what I'm aware, like the developers of that game, the original Dance of the Necromancer, they, or Crypt, sorry, Dance, I don't want to keep saying Dance. I think it's because it's like a rhythm game. It's got that beat going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's Crypt, isn't it? Crypt of the Necromancer. Um, or Crypt of the Necrodancer. I don't want to get so hung up on the name. I just really can't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, but they, they approached Nintendo with that idea. And I also saw... An interview, I guess, a while ago, before the original Rabbids came out, Mario Rabbids, and uh, yeah, it was some small team at Ubisoft that put that game together originally, and then they took it to like Miyamoto himself. You know, they flew to Kyoto and like took it to him and said, like, we think we can make this game with your characters. And apparently, he loved it. He was like, yeah, let's do it. So, oh, that's cool. That's really cool, right? I, I people always think of Nintendo as a bit of a rigid. And almost a bit of a random company. Sometimes they just there seems to be no logic in what they do, <laughs> yeah. or like who who they let use whatever. But mm. yeah, I guess if you've got a solid idea and you take it to them, then you know there's a good chance. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot more uh, Nintendo-related game announcements coming up uh, by tomorrow, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that's what we were about to get into, right? Was to discuss uh, what we're expecting. Yeah. So um... direct. Yeah, I thought we could maybe like break this down into like some kind of categories so for like predictions. Um, so I thought we could maybe, I didn't really think about it too much, but maybe we can both choose one like uh, most wanted. Like even if you don't think it's going to happen, so like, mm. what would you really love to see get announced? Um, one would be a kind of most anticipated sequel. So I guess we just had rabbits, right? But that doesn't really count because yeah. we, we already we already know about it now. But what what game do you think will get a sequel that hasn't been announced already? Um, and what's just like something wacky, just something really fucking weird that you predict? <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, I like it. Because um, um, you know, I'm always thinking about this kind of stuff. So uh, I don't. Know, what category do you want to start with? Should we just let's start with the normal one? What What's the most wanted game you'd love to see Nintendo announce tomorrow? I don't think I'll see this. But I'd love to see uh, F-Zero come back. Oh, man. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I don't that. think that's gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> as far as my most wanted, uh, I think that would have to be it. That's a good. That's a good choice, actually. Yeah. As much as I kind of forget about F Zero sometimes, whenever I play it, it's just so good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great game, and I, I think Nintendo needs like an alternative to Mario Kart. You know, mm. a, a little bit more serious racing game would be great for uh, for them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good shout. I think for me, um, it would have to be Pikmin Four. Um, oh, okay. Which, which it has kind of been announced a long time ago that it's in development, but it never really got announced. They just said like, "Yeah, we're making it." Like I think it was on some like interview with Miyamoto like years ago. He was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm working on Pikmin Four. Um, oh wow! But I, don't, I still don't think it's been officially announced yet. I haven't actually played a Pikmin game before. Oh um, my! You need yeah. to rectify that right now, man. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I I played almost every Nintendo franchise with the exception of a. Uh, Pikmin is just one that I've never, never gotten to. That um, shocks me to my very core. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was an eject button that I could just use to launch. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we need a little buzzer, you know, <laughs> for the show. Like, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Phoenix Wright, Attorney at Law. Objection. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I would recommend, um, you know, probably three is probably easiest for you to get hold of because it's on the, the Switch. But one is definitely my favorite. So if you can play one, like the Switch, uh, sorry, the Wii, the Wii version with the pointer controls, mm. then that that's my recommendation. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'd love to see Pikmin Four. I'd uh, be very hyped for that. Uh, all right. So next up, uh, let's go for uh, most anticipated sequel. So oh, it's I a see. game, uh, you know, a game that you really enjoyed. I think of a game that you really enjoyed that you'd love to see a sequel to. Let's see. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fire Emblem because uh, I oh, okay. really. Enjoy- enjoyed fire emblem three houses um mm. i played it a lot and um you know it had it had a few issues i thought but uh, i liked seeing fire emblem taken from like 3ds uh onto the switch mm. you know um it had some more modern features uh, yeah yeah it kind of kind of struggled on the switch a bit like graphically mm. but like uh conceptually like all these really cool gameplay mechanics were were in there mm. like uh for instance you can zoom in on the battlefield at any point and like it goes from being like the large size units and when you zoom into like the actual size you can see like hundreds of soldiers on the Mm. on the field so i really liked that and i thought like if they could integrate that better it would be a a nice addition to the series to be able to like have this kind of meta view and then you can shrink in and like see the actual battling going on on like a man-to-man sort of uh levels yeah that's cool i've never actually played it so um I did, I did realize it had that kind of element to it. Yeah, it, it was in there, but it was kind of like poorly executed, mm. like in the way, like graphically, the way that it worked. It's like hard for the Switch to show all of the mm. um, character models at the same time. So there's a lot of like pop in and just like I see. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it looks pretty rough. So yeah, I'd like to see Fire Emblem come uh... back. Yeah. Maybe on some new hardware, you know. We'll talk about uh, potential Switch Pro rumors in a minute, but we'll go through our games first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be cool, yeah. Um, so actually, I think for mine, mine's a bit more standard, but I'd just love to see a new Mario Kart game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario, Kart, Mario Kart 9, I'm just ready for for the next Mario Kart. It's been like eight years or something like seven or eight years since we had like yeah. a new Mario Kart. Uh, I, I'm pretty tired of uh, Mario Kart 8. 
Like, mm. I, I almost can't play it anymore because I've just seen the tracks so many times. And exactly, whenever, I, yeah. whenever I start playing it, it's just like, oh, man, like, this is a good game. But, like, I've, I've just seen so much of it, you know, over the, <laughs> over the years. Because it's yeah, always, yeah. like, the, the default game that people play when they get together. Mm. You know, like, especially if you hang out with people who don't play games. Mm. Like, I think we were hanging out, right, the other yeah, day. Yeah. Um, with with wives and girlfriends, and of course, Mario Kart is, is the game. You know, well, that's uh, I, I love the feature though that added in eight because it was the first one in the series that had it. it was like the you know the um, automatic steering. You know, for like it's basically impossible to go off the edge of the course. Mm. So you know, I'm not saying all wives and girlfriends are useless, but like, ours aren't that great, <laughs> America, right? But actually, your girlfriend beat you quite a lot. On that night. I, think uh, you, I, you, I, I was uh, quite drunk. <laughs> yeah, you, you had a few too many wines, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but it, it it's so good, right? Because it helps people feel really included, and and they don't feel like it's not when you play Smash Bros. It's just it's just futile, right? There's like there's no fucking chance that you're gonna beat me. But with Mario yeah. Kart, like it, you know, if I take a, like a couple of blue shells at a bad time, then there's a good chance that they will beat me, right? Because they don't go off the course or whatever. They're just kind of like a bit sloppy on the steering, so. I like mm-hmm. that, but yeah, completely agree with the the courses. I, I thought when they announced 8 Deluxe, you know, I knew that all the content was just the old content, right? But what I really thought they were going to do is like set it up as like a, almost like a platform to like keep adding content to. And I just don't know why they didn't do it because they could have made like mm-hmm. millions of dollars just selling like packs of courses. Imagine like yeah, every, yeah. I don't know, every three months since the game came out, which was about three years ago, every three months they could have dropped like a new cup with four courses and it's like $5. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would have... Uh... I would have bought all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they would have made another $60 from me and it would yeah. have been very little effort for them. So I just think that was pretty sl- sloppy. But because they haven't done that, I'm assuming that there must be a Mario Kart game coming soon. So, yeah, well, and they already had DLC technically because like the original Mario Kart 8 was missing four cups, right? Mm-hmm. Like the final four cups. So um, I'm not sure how many there are total, but like mm-hmm. if, it, if it was like 10 cups, like now it's it's 14 or, or something like that. Uh, it did get some DLC. It got like uh, the the Animal Crossing level and uh, it got Big Blue from F-Zero. That was the closest yeah. thing we had to a new F-Zero game. Like yeah 15 years <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um, so and it got, it got the squid inklings the squid kids from uh Splatoon oh yeah well. yeah that's right but uh anyway yeah next mario kart i think it's got to be coming eventually i'm not sure if we're gonna see it at this direct just because like mario kart 8 is still selling so well mm. i know everyone says that but um i i don't know i just can't imagine what they're gonna do with another mario kart like it would just It'll be more more Mario Kart, right? Yeah, but um, I'm fine with that. I think they really perfected oh, the system, I, like you know. I heard a, a rumor that they're gonna do Nintendo Kart, so it's that, that would also be fine. Yeah, that'd be I cool. Think yeah. That would be the best way to keep it fresh. Mm. Is like just just throw in all of the franchises and make it like a Smash Brothers, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because so everyone, everyone loves Smash Bros. Right? Everyone loves the roster. It's just so fun to be like any character you want. It's crazy. Yeah, just do that with Mario Kart. Like, let us race mm. as, you know, um, as Pikmin and let us race as, uh, you know, Samus and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that'd be cool, man. Uh, all right, so uh, what's your most outlandish, um, wacky, zany prediction for E3? 
Hold on, I have to. <laughs> I have to think of something uh, good for this. I'll one. go first. I've actually got two because I. I, I okay. they're, they're two things that I hope will happen, but they never will happen. The first one is I would love to see a new WarioWare game, but uh, they've released like they made like one two switch. Do you remember that game that came out at launch? Yeah, which basically should have been WarioWare, but they just fucking didn't do it. And then they made like that clubhouse games, which is not the same thing at all. Mm. And they've made Mario Party, but so they keep making all these like cool, like not cool, but like um like couch court party games, right? And they just keep ignoring WarioWare. So I think I think that franchise is just not going to come back for a while. Um, I've got one for you. Uh, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my my uh, my wacky prediction is uh, they're going to upgrade the uh, Switch Lite so that it connects with the TV. <laughs> uh i'm sorry to break this to you Rome. is that is physically impossible <laughs> oh is it oh okay yeah oh, it's man. actually missing a, a chip on the board that is like um like a processing unit to convert the video to hdmi signal so oh, okay, well. yeah that's actually not feasible but they could maybe add like release a little ad- adapter for it or something <laughs> i'm not sure oh yeah that would be that would be cool um, um, but yeah, my my other prediction was uh, that they finally localized Mother Three. Oh but yeah, it's just a meme at this point. It won't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, I guess that's uh, some pretty good predictions. We'll see. Uh, maybe we can tally our score when we do our live live stream. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we can. Uh, yeah, we can uh, keep score of that. And uh, I guess we'll we'll probably kind of come on a little bit early and do a little discussion right before the, the show starts. Um, so yeah. last, last question I wanted to ask you before we, we move on to the next part of the show is, uh, what are your thoughts about the switch pro? Ah, uh, yeah. Rumors flying around. Uh, so, like I, I've been trying to avoid this subject because I mm. feel like it's just been so it's been in, in the news for like three or four years. Uh, and like every few weeks you get a video online or, or an article about the switch mm. pro. And, uh, I just really hope they announce it so we can be done. With these, <laughs> with this constant speculation. That's a good uh, answer, yeah. <laughs> uh, but my my opinion is, I do think Nintendo is going to be upgrading the Switch. I'm not sure if it's going to be a Switch Pro, or if it it might just be that they they have a new version of the Switch that like now you can connect to a 4K TV. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a, a huge announcement like uh, everyone's expecting. Mm. It might just like the latest model of the switch like is a little bit better you know mm. um but i guess that that's what the switch pro is right but um, yeah i mean from you know for what people are saying i mean i think we, what we need to remember is at this point no one actually knows anything like no one is no one has an inside connection to nintendo no one has any like legitimate sources everyone says like oh yeah he's a trusted trusted in- industry insider but like people don't know but i like to base my speculation off of just like nintendo's track like record right mm. so they've got a especially with the handheld consoles they've got a, a kind of um a history of upgrading mid like generation right so yeah they had ds and dsi and then the ds lights and then the 3ds and then the new 3ds and then like you even know all those game, kind of, yeah even the game boy like there was game boy game boy light game boy color Advanced, true, yeah yeah and then there was like the sp then the SP mm. with the backlight, you know, like that's uh, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, Advance was like a new generation from regular Game Boy, but yeah, like lot the light and the color were like the first generation, right? And then like SP with and then with the backlight. So those were a bit different because they didn't really get any more powerful, but they, you know, they were always improving the hardware. And I think at this point, you know, like the Switch really 
uh, launched for over four years ago now. Um, and at the time it launched with the processor that it has, the uh, Tegra X1, that was two years old at the time. So mm. the, the processor is now, although the whole chip is like six years old. And we've just had wow. like the, you know, Xbox Series X and PS5 dropping. So all these like crazy, like high tech games are coming out with like super like nice graphics. Mm. Which Nintendo obviously doesn't care about too much because they've they've obviously stated as much many times. But I think they know they need to keep up. You know they can't let the the margin get too big, right? They can't. Mm-hmm. You know they can't have like Sony over here eating like wagyu steak and then you've just got like a bowl of potatoes just like yeah. with the flavor. You know, like you <laughs> yeah. you got to give people you got to give people something. You got to give people a little bit of flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think you know um, what makes most sense for them to do is basically just relaunch the Switch with like. The new version of the X1, but with the um, the Turing, um, the Tensor cores, which are the like the, the processors um, built into the kind of the two thousand plus like series of uh, Nvidia cards, which allow for this DLSS, which is like deep learning subsam- yeah. super sampling or subsampling. I'm um, pretty. We're. I think everyone's pretty sure that's going to be the case, right? Mm. If it is to be, it's it's got to be that, right? It's just too perfect. Yeah, it's like, it's such a good solution. It, it doesn't require any more like energy almost. Um, and it's the only solution that would would allow the console to stay the same size roughly and keep the same kind of battery life while improving the game, like the, the graphics quite considerably. Yeah, so um I'm I'm excited to like go back to all my old Switch Switch games and like try them on the well, we we don't know that it's coming yet, you know. But, <laughs> but, we don't know. We don't know yet, but but uh, it would be fun to go back and like, for instance, I was just mentioning like Fire Emblem. I really like that game, but like it just looked terrible and ran poorly. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we talked uh, about Age of Calamity, right? Same feeling. I, I played the first level, and it was just like chugging along at like twenty FPS. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, nah. Like I fucking love Zelda. Zelda. I was so pumped for that game. And I just, I just couldn't enjoy it with that, that experience. It just, I don't mind 30 FPS if it's locked and it's stable, but it's just, it just couldn't, mm. couldn't run it. So like, yeah, and I, yeah, I, don't I, know. Think <laughs> I, I mentioned them a bunch of times, but I got a PC now that runs at 144 frames mm. and like going back to the switch is just like going back to the dark ages. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Yeah. It's not, it's not the greatest, is it? Yeah. I don't even mean, um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see some uh, Switch Pro stuff. So uh, I guess uh, yeah, we'll find out uh, tomorrow. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. All right. So uh, there wraps up our uh, Nintendo Direct discussion and uh, predictions. So let's move on to new releases for the week. So uh, we've actually only got two games this week. Um, yeah. The first yeah. being uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, which uh, yeah, kind of this one just kind of slipped by me, so I didn't realize it was coming out. But this looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, these pixel graphics look, look pretty nice. Yeah, you played the original game. No, no, I actually, I don't know uh, anything about this series. Oh, okay. So uh, it's a Sega game. Um, it was one of the first games I ever owned. Um, so I had the uh, Master System, which was like the, the Famicom, like Sega equivalent console. Mm-hmm. And... Um, my version of the uh, the master system had this game built in. So what what you did is like um, if you if you press the power button without a cartridge in the in the console, it would load mm-hmm. this game up instead. Oh really? Which was pretty wow. cool. Yeah, like because Nintendo never did anything like that. So that was kind of like unique to Sega. Uh, and they also I think 
they did another edition that had Sonic preloaded onto it, but I had Alex the Kid version. Um, and this is that is that this yeah, game? Yeah. Uh, so it looks beautiful, actually. Yeah. So this is the original version. Like, look how janky this looks. But the new game, I really like this new style. Actually, it's very different. But it looks good though. Yeah, it's got a nice aesthetic to it. It keeps the charm of the original as well. Um, but it was really hard. It was a really fucking hard game. Oh, really? But it looks, it, it looks so simple. Yeah, I mean, it was just like Mario, you know? Just like, you know, jumping around and getting items and stuff. It's just like classic 90s uh, platformer, you know? Yeah. They're all basically the same. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the music was awesome. Um, so... Um, it's a bit hard to hear, obviously, because keeping the volume low uh, as we record the, the uh, podcast. But I recommend you, um, yeah, go check out the the original soundtrack. Uh, it was really really cool. Cool, yeah. And, and which platforms is this on? Did they did they mention? Yeah, so actually, this is the official trailer. So I thought I'd just bring this up instead. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be on all platforms: uh, PS4, Five, Xbox, all versions, Switch, PC. Um, I mean, you could imagine because it's a very simple kind of game. You know, com compared to like, you know, these uh, 3D games. So um, quite easy to port over to lots of different platforms. It looks nice. So it's not just the graphics, but it has a really, really lot of nice lighting. I don't know if you can like see that over the yeah. stream, but I like the color palette. It's very nice. Yeah, it's cool. Um, um, I like the cool. trailers though. <laughs> it's cool. This is, uh, this is a lot nicer than I was expecting, actually. Uh, oh, they have a retro mode as well where you can play with the classic graphics. Yeah. So I think a lot of these uh, retro remasters do that, where it's like a one button press and you just switch between, you know, the new and the old version. Yeah, I, I love uh, that. I'm glad when they uh, when they keep the old graphics so you can experience it that way if you like. Well, that's it. Yeah, I think because if you don't put that version in, then it, for some people it's like you maybe you've never had the experience, or for the people that who did play it originally, like it's not that you want to play it with the old graphics, but just as we have to switch back and forth and just like appreciate how far mm. it's come from that, that original time, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really, really cool. So, um, yeah, well, what day does that come out? 22nd, June 22nd. Uh, oh, we'll okay, have, yeah. Pretty soon. Alex yeah, Kidd next, next next week, yeah, cool. Oh, I actually might pick that up because, uh, yeah, I've got quite a, quite a bit of nostalgia for that game. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and then in our other uh, new game uh, coming out this week, it's... Uh, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official Hell yeah. Game. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you can uh, see here, there's, a, there's an astronaut running. There's a guy with a knight's armor punching. I assume this game was supposed to come out last year, but obviously yeah, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, I, where, are, where are all the masks? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I, I was hoping that they would change this game and like remove the crowds. I thought that'd be really funny. If oh, that would... like, if there was not no one in the stands. Yeah, and uh, everyone's got to wear a mask or something, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So actually, this game was released in Japan in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, July 24th, 2019, on the Switch and PlayStation. Uh, one year before the Olympic Games. Um, but due to the pandemic, it was pushed back. Uh, and actually, that it was pushed back two years. Mm. So it, it's just now releasing uh, globally on Xbox, uh, PC, Stadia, and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, that's interesting. I, yeah, because I mean, obviously, like the Olympics is going to be in in Japan, right? Um, but this is a review I found online um, 
that is in English. You can see all the text in English and the person is speaking in English. And I don't know if like the game just got pulled at the last minute. They were just like, they're like, oh shit, now like pull it because like <laughs> just suddenly there's like a pandemic <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but it's kind of kind of funny. But uh, but like as a game, I don't know. Um, I don't know anything other about it. It's I guess it's a a mix of different sports titles. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've played a bunch of these like previous like 2016, 2012, 28, uh, 2008 like Olympic games. And they're just a mi very mixed bag, you know. Um, you can see here, like, it looks like FIFA, right? So the problem is that because they try and make, uh, like, a game for each of the events of the Olympics, mm -hmm. that they have to, like, get the mechanics, right, for, like, all these different types of sports. And like, they don't yeah. translate, right? So they're all just I, a bit janky, basically. <laughs> so, so you're getting, like, a big pack of, of janky sports. Uh, That's a big sports. old janky pack, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... uh uh it, it's kind of interesting like because it's the 2020 olympics but like obviously this is happening a year late and the game is yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. years late so um yeah i guess not much to say about that um but yeah not not too much um but that's it yeah so um i guess i guess like after next week right we're gonna have a lot more stuff to talk about uh games to announce and <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah next week but, we'll um yeah, it's always you know like the kind of the eye before the storm on the on the road to E3 or even during E3 because people don't want to release games in this week because like people won't pay attention because all the media is covering you know uh, all the big announcements. So yeah, uh, well I guess uh, then we can we'll close out our episode today with some uh, some Japanese. Yeah, let's uh, let's move cool. on to that. Yeah. So like as I mentioned uh, in the beginning. Uh, I just finished Famicom Detective Club, mm. and uh, there's a word that pops up a lot. Uh, it's tegakari, and uh, tegakari means a clue or hint. So as you can imagine, being a detective, uh, there's quite a bit of uh, hints and clues you find along the way. Um, and I, I have a few phrases uh, just to illustrate its usage. Um, so tegakari o sagasu is to search for clues. So sagasu being the verb uh, to search and search. So it's literally search a, a hint or search a clue. So tegakari o sagasu. Yeah, but I guess the important part is that tegakari is the hint or clue. So like, as long as you see that, you, you can kind of get a, a hint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just uh, it's always a really simple right? kanji, just te, which means hand. So it's really easy to read. Uh, if you're kind of just at a, like a beginner level Japanese. Um, and yeah, generally, if you see that word, then it gives you the gist of like, oh, okay, I should be looking for something like like a clue, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely one you want to know. Um, but yeah, nice. How about you? Mine was actually, again, from Fantasia, and a little bit easier this time. Uh, I got to this part, you basically get onto this giant airship and uh, you fly into this like like sandstorm, basically. And the captain loses control. So you go into like the cockpit and uh, one of the girls you're with, she says like, Sencho, oh, he thought he does. And, and like, basically it means like, um, she's like, like, captain, are you, are you all on your own in here? Like, so like, here's just like, oh, he thought he does, no? Like, she's asking a question like, are you on your own? Um, but the main word was the Sencho, which is like a boat captain, you know, or captain of the ship or something like that. Um so yeah, you kind of have the conversation with with him. Um, but what's really common in um, 
you know, Japanese culture and um, actually you know, you'll see it in like games and anime, anime and manga and stuff. Is it like when people have these positions of power, sometimes you don't refer to them with their name. So, you know, I might call you like Mr. Something, right? Or Mrs. Something in English. But mm. it's just like to say like Captain, I guess kind of like we do in English, but they do it for a lot more things in, in Japanese. But just you mm. just call someone Sencho if they're the, the captain of the ship. Um, but also, again, what I've noticed in a lot of games, especially things like based around like war or like kind of anything with the vehicles, you know, uh, this uh, kanji, Cho, it means like superior or senior, like a leader. Um, so it's really easy to make words or understand words um, with this meaning, right? So uh, we've got sencho, which means captain, because this sen uh, is fune, means boat, so boat captain. Uh, we've got hei, which means soldier, so uh, soldier captain is like the leading private. Um, we've got taicho, so tai is like a unit, an army unit uh, or a regiment. So that's like commanding officer. Uh, and this one probably pretty common as all well. uh, shacho. So sha means company. So it's company, you know, boss, you know, so the CEO usually, or like the top, the top boss of a company. Um, but there's like hundreds of these like cho words in Japanese. Um, but I, th I find a lot of them appear in, in video games. So quite useful to know, I think. Yeah. Ooh, well, uh, yeah, that's good to know. I see mm -hmm. those a lot with like military related games. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So you'll, you'll see that kanji um, in, in loads of places, uh, which is a really good one to learn. And again, it's a very beginner level kanji. So uh, yeah, uh, if anyone wants to leave me some comments, maybe uh, let me know if you've seen it in any other games, in any other contexts, in any other job positions. I'd, I'd be uh, interested to see what you come up with. Um, so yeah, with the end of that section, that brings us to the end of the show. So uh, yeah, exciting times, Ryan. We're um, yeah, yeah, almost excited. On, on the cusp of uh, Nintendo Direct. It's the only oh, thing I yeah, care about like... this whole week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting all year for it, right? Mm. Just, uh, just ready to know what Nintendo's up to. So uh, that's it. The enigma. Yeah. <laughs> all all will be revealed tomorrow. So hopefully, we're not too uh, let down, right? Yeah, I hope so. Um, I mean, I think as my overall prediction would be that it's just, it'll be a very solid direct. There'll be nothing groundbreaking and there'll be nothing. It won't be super disappointing. It'll just be like, fine, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's basically what always happens. Like everyone gets too hyped up and really disappointed. So I'm not going to get hyped up. I'm just going to stay neutral and just be pleased. Uh, you know? I, I know, I know you're hyped inside, but <laughs> inside, yeah. Just don't, don't. I don't reveal my full deck, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. Well, so, uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for watching on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe or following us on whichever platform. Uh, and like I said at the beginning, if you enjoy the show, then please leave us a rating or a review if you feel like it, and let us know uh, what you like about the show and how we can improve it. So, um, yeah. Until next week. Uh, any closing words, Ryan? Yeah, uh, be good. <laughs> Take care. Uh, call your mom. <laughs> uh, see you tomorrow. I guess. Yeah, I haven't called my mom in a while. I probably should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, guys. Be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of the Japan Gamescast. <laughs>